0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. So God woke me up early this morning, and he woke me up to a song. And that song said, His grace and mercy is following me. His grace and mercy is following me. I don't know if you've heard that song by um, Maverick City Music. But it says his grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. And so when that woke me up out of my sleep, God positioned me to share this message that I wanted to share. And I call this message Graves into Gardens. Um, And this message is uh, near and dear to my heart because it's my personal testimony on how God took me out of my grave Out of my depression, out of my anxiety, out of my own way, and how he took me out of the grave and said, dry bones live. And then he, then he put me in the garden of green pastures. And I wonder, have you ever been in a place where you just needed to lie down in green pastures? You've dealt with enough struggles in your life. You've dealt with enough depressions in your life. You've dealt with enough things in your life that's been going this way and that way. And if you ever read 23rd Psalms, he said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff will comfort me. And I thank you that even in the midst of our worst of worst, And what seems like we're never going to come out and it seems like no one else is walking with us and there's no one else around us. I thank you that we serve a God who said his rod and his staff, the same rod and staff that he put in the hand of Moses to order his steps. I thank you that we serve that same living God today. And so I pray that this message today, Graves into Gardens, will bless you because it's the words of my personal testimony and how God took me out of the grave and then he positioned me to sit before him at his altar, even if it was just gonna be me sitting by myself. So stay tuned. it says he will make beauty for ashes and i am saved by the blood of the lamb and the words of my testimony from out of the ashes, he makes beautiful things. He can bring dead things back to life. He can make dry bones. And I know, the song says, I know because they did it for me, Lord God. Just like he picked Jesus up out of the grave and then he was resurrected king to sit at the right hand of the Father, Lord God. So. I i thank you lord
1: that you took me out of the grave father god lord god and it says this he will he will give us beauty for action he will turn graves into gardens and make them fruitful again and i thank you god that you're doing it right now in my life god i thank you lord god that my finances are fruitful i thank you lord god that my relationships are fruitful. I thank you, God, that my son will be fruitful because you called him that one who is like God will be fruitful like an olive branch. And I just could declare it right now. And he will be followed by grace and mercy all the days of his life. And I thank you, God. I thank you, God, because you said before you knew me, you called me to be a prophet amongst nations, God. Holy Spirit, I thank you that before you knew me in my mother's womb, that's why they wanted to kill me, God. Jesus, I thank you. Before I even entered into this earth, they had my vows twisted up, God, with necrosis, which is death, God. But I thank you that we serve a resurrected king. And that resurrected king is the King Jesus. And he is the one and only God. It says, choose this day who you will serve, God. It says, choose this day. When I pick you up out of the grave, who then will you serve? Because no man can serve two masters. So how many times do I have to pick you up out of the grave of death from serving a king that is not the one true king? Who is not the one living God? And I stand right here before you telling you that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all things that you can ask or imagine you think that you want to just live but talk about being resurrected you think that suicide is the only answer but when God picks you back up even out of the pits of suicide and brings you back to life for the third time it's that he rose again and I thank God that I only had to die three times to then be risen and he will draw all men unto him and I thank you God that you called me God when I was out in my mother's womb to then begin to prophesy and speak life over myself to pull myself first up out of the grave based on the spirit that you put in me which is the same spirit in you, you God and I thank 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 you God that the same spirit that is inside of me was the same spirit that resurrected Jesus from the grave on the third day it says he rose again and on my third death That I rose up from the pits of hell and suicide and depression and anxiety and PTSD and fibromyalgia and that he picked me up, God, and I thank you and that he turned my whole life around, Jesus, and I thank you that you're still doing it, God. I thank you that you're still turning my grave that I dug for myself into gardens, Jesus, and I thank you that you're still turning my mistakes into things that are good because you said with God all things are possible and he will work all things together for your good. So even when I decide to have IVF on my own, I thank you that I serve a living God that can take what he created that was then transformed by man to be things That God can only do. And I thank you that you can take my mistakes and turn my mistake into a miracle. And then you call that miracle Michael Oliver. And that miracle Michael Oliver, you then call him one who is like God. And one who is like God will be fruitful and multiply. And I thank you that his parents are Michael and Tanaya. And I thank you that that means that one who is like God, who has the mercy of God, and then one who has favor that will be seen because he said I will finish it in completion. He who I have started a good work I thank you that my name means to completion when he called me Shamel means to come to its completeness so if he started the work in me by allowing me to give birth to a miracle son that he can still do through me the miracle that he promised me which was fruitfulness and multiplication even if it's not in my name I thank you that is in the name of Jesus that my son can then begin to be the one who breaks generational curses because I believe that God could and I believe that God would and when I cried out to God like Hannah and I said God I know you didn't put this in me just to not make me want to be a mother to make me only believe that my answers was to be a womb that was shut up and that I would have a fire shut up inside my bones urging and yearning to be a wife and a mother but i thank you that i serve a resurrected king that can then take a wound that is closed and just like he said he said his name will be jeremiah and he will be a prophet amongst nations and i thank you that the name jeremiah that you don't know means Yahweh exalts and Yahweh exalts means Yahweh loosens and Yahweh loosens means that He will open up the womb if he has to even if the doctor said you have infertility even if the doctor said that you will never give birth because they told me that you must be crazy if you serve a man named God well I told them I guess I must be crazy for Jesus because I serve a one and living God I serve the one and only God I don't serve any other master My master is not anyone walking this earth, but my master is God. And so, yes, I guess I am crazy because then he opened up my womb when he called me like Jeremiah in my mother's womb because Jeremiah loosens the womb. When we say Yahweh, we say Yahweh. When we say his name means Yahweh, he will loosen, he will loosen, he will break off the yoke of bondage that I created in my own walk when I tied myself to these things of the world, when I enslaved myself to these men of the world, when I checked myself into a clinic and told myself I must be crazy because the things that are in my mind are not the things that I'm seeing before me. But I thank you that he said I can renew my mind daily even after I check myself in. They still can't find anything wrong with me. They still search to and fro. It says the enemy will go to and fro. And to and fro, looking for whom he can devour, looking for whom he can de- contend them. It says that there was a lion that was sent out over Israel because they chose to bring this fire unto themselves. They chose to bring this wickedness unto themselves. So when you open your door up, better believe you better be looking for the right thing. Because if you're looking for the wrong person to walk into your life, you can be that person who he seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. But I thank you that even in that, God makes it all new. He makes it all good. Because it said with God, all things are possible. So even when I check myself out. And everyone around me thinks that I'm crazy. They call me bipolar. Well, guess what? That's because I'm double-minded for God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit that's inside of me. When they called me unwell, you're right. Because I needed a doctor, and that doctor needed to be Jesus. Because Jesus would be the one who set me free. Because it says, by the blood of the lamb, it says our strength, our strength on Jesus with release of blood and that blood would be the communion and that communion I would find that communion house and that blood was not the transfusion that I had in the hospital but it was the communion that I would take every single day that would wash away my own sins that I brought upon myself that then would redirect me back into my steps being ordered by the Lord that would then allow a child that came into this earth too soon before God called him to still be the one that God uses to make all things possible including multiplication because my fruitfulness is my multiplication and even when my son is called fruitful that I never thought I would have that they said I never could have that they said I never would have I don't know what God you serve they said but the God I know doesn't do things like that I said well you must not have read about the God who opened up Sarah's womb. You must not have read about the God who opened up Mary's womb supernaturally and put in son Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You must not have heard about how many wombs my God can open. So then when he opened up my womb, he opened up a door into my life that I never expected. And he called me mother and he called me mama. And I thank you that I can call him father God. And I thank you that I can call him my first husband. And he still, despite all I did, said Israel will still be my bride and I will still show her mercy and my grace and my mercy will follow her all the days of my life in the midst of the wickedness that Israel had brought upon herself when she was walking in sin when she was walking we don't want to talk about it but when she was walking in fornication when she was walking in prostitution when she was laying up with anything and everything that looked like God but that's why it says it. Looks like God, but it is not God. So I thank you, Lord, that you allow me to sit here and stand before you and then begin to testify. Because it said I'll be saved by the blood of the lamb that I take at communion house every single week. And that same blood is the blood of Jesus in me. And then I will begin to testify of the things that God has done in his goodness in his mercy because it says if i want the rocks will and i even when you read through jeremiah it says they turned to sticks and stones how funny is that in the world it says sticks and stones may break my bones but words may never hurt me is that not the complete opposite of what god says so Israel turned to serving sticks and stones and fell apart sticks and stones and fell apart. But it says the word of God is truth and everlasting. It says the word of God is sharper than every two-edged sword. It is able to cut through, through bone and marrow. And so I thank you that I no longer serve sticks and stones that break my bones every single day when I try to wake up and be the best woman I can be. When I try to wake up and be the best wife that I can be. And when I try to wake up and be the best mother that I can be. And everywhere I I go, it says this one and that one says this thing and that thing because they're still looking at me for what I was doing, but they're looking at my shadow. Can you ever tell me that someone is still looking at your shadow when God is looking at your future? And he said, I've created a future and a promise for you, but I'm not going to give it to you if you're still walking in old things because God will not. Put new wine is the old wise skin. But when we drink of this blood, he's doing a new thing in me. So I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, that the words of my testimony says that he is doing a new thing in me, that he has created a new thing in me, that he has changed my walk, that he took the words out of my mouth. It's that Israel's mouth was filthy. And nobody wants to talk about that because nobody sins. We don't sin. It's just my friend that sins. We don't sin. It's just my brother that sins. We don't sin. It's just my wife that sins. Because that's what Adam said in the garden. He said, God, it wasn't me. It was her. He said, God, it wasn't me. It was her. Everywhere he went, Adam said it was his wife. But God said what? God said what? The wife that I gave you. The wife that I gave you. Because it says, he who finds a wife, he who finds a wife, finds a good thing and finds favor from the Lord. Can I tell you right now that my name means favor, teneha, teneha. Teneha in Hebrew, it means favor. And favor followed by shamel means the favor that brings things to completion. And the favor that brings things to completion used to be followed by Johnson, the son of John, which means that I used to be followed by God's grace. Can I tell you, my dad said, read 23rd Psalms. And when you finish reading 23rd Psalms, read 24 and read 25 because my Johnson, my maiden name, carried me. And that's how I got here. That's how I got to preaching. That's how I got to prophesying. That's how I got to they don't even know me yet. But God already knows me because he says, I know your name because I'm the one that named you. I'm the one that called you. I'm the one that put you in your mother's womb. And when the time comes in due season, because God's timing is not our timing. So I wasn't ready at 16 to get married, even though I thought I was. I wasn't married. Ready to get married at 24 when I was engaged and the man said, but God said, you are not my wife. Yes, because he wasn't ready for the good thing and I wasn't ready for the good thing. Because just like Adam said, the one you gave me, I don't know why she did it. But God said he put man in the garden first, and took woman out of man. And when he took woman out of man, then man was the one who named her. So my father gave me my name. And then when I took on a husband, it changed my name. So my name went from, oh Jesus, I thank you. Oh my God, I thank you. Then my name went from, hallelujah, favor to completion. Favor to completion, Tania Shamel Johnson, that would be carried by the grace of God everywhere I went. Hallelujah. I wonder why I keep dying and coming back to life. I wonder why they said I would never graduate from nursing school. I wonder why they say I will never be able to walk again. But I'm walking around this room right now. When they saw me in the bed laid up with a tumor in my abdomen, they said, this is it. This is it. She's not going to bounce back from this one. She's going to have a walker. Nope. God said he's the one who laid me down in green pastures. And that he will restore my soul. And then I got up and walked again. Hallelujah. So God's grace followed me. And when I got married. He changed my name. To mean favor. To completion. That is followed by his grace. So somehow... I became a person who not only was followed by the grace of God, excuse me, my name was changed to Willis, and Willis means Willa, and Willa in Hebrew means, and the mercy of God. His grace and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I shall not want, I can tell you I live a life where I shall not want. I do not ask man for anything, hallelujah God, because it's my God, my God, my God, who will supply all my needs. My God is the one who picked me up out of the hospital bed when I couldn't walk, hallelujah. My God is the one who took me from the NICU and raised me up from the dead at birth in 1988 when every bit of blood in my body was trying to drain out and they said they couldn't find a vein, hallelujah, but they picked me up and they turn me around. And they place my feet on solid ground. And so that's the ground I stand on. No longer on sticks and stones do I serve the sage and crystals. But I walk around here with the name of God on my chest. And I serve him with my whole heart. Hallelujah. Because he said he could create in me not a broken heart of depression. Not a heart of anxiety. Not a heart of PCSD. But I thank you that I serve a God who gave me a heart in Exchange for the heart that I had created in my brokenness. And with that heart, he gave me you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And I thank you that grace and mercy will not only follow me, but because my son's name is Michael Oliver Willis, and his dad's name is Michael Willis, and his mom's name really is Tania Shamel Johnson Willis. That even my son's son and my son's son and his daughters will be followed by grace and mercy. Can you tell me that you don't know a God that provides grace and mercy in the garden, grace and mercy in the valley, grace and mercy on the mountain, grace and mercy on the hospital bed, grace and mercy under infertility, grace and mercy under depression and suicidal ideation. He provides grace and mercy, it says my grace is sufficient enough. My God, I thank you that the grace that I got in childhood when I was a Johnson was enough grace to prepare me for when I became a Willis. And when I don't know what I do not know about why I'm sitting here in this space by myself, with myself, without my son, without my husband. And I ask God, I cry out, why God, why are you doing this to me? god said why god why did you forget i was your first love did you forget i was your first husband did you forget that i'm the lord of lord and the king of kings and i thank you god for your grace and mercy that you can remind me each and every day as i renew my mind that i serve one God and one master and his name is jesus his name ain't anybody or anyone that i've named yet But his name is Jesus that ever had my name on a piece of paper. His name is Jesus that ever had a slip for me in a hospital bed. His name is Jesus. Guess what? You got the wrong emergency contact written down. Because if you don't have Jesus written down, you don't have the right one. You don't have the right one. It says, I must put my hope and trust in you and you alone. Because Father, forgive them. Because man doesn't know what they do. Man doesn't know when they're breaking your heart. Man doesn't know when they're leading you astray. Man doesn't know when they've abandoned you and they've forsaken God's word. Because his word says that the two will become one. And it doesn't just mean one in the bedroom. It doesn't just mean one on paper but it means I will walk on one accord so everyone knows that she's your wife everyone knows that she's your bride everyone knows who you walk with because when you walk out this door you walk with the name of Jesus on your chest because he called you a man of God for a reason because he put you next to his bride and when God gave you the bride he gave you the church and when God gave you the church he gave you a mission and when you walk away from the church then you have abandoned the word of God But guess what? God said, even when my mother and my father forsake me, it says in Psalms 27 that he will take me up, Jesus. And I thank you, God. And I thank you, God, that this passion inside of me, this fire that shut up inside my bones, this fibromyalgia that they say I have, well, what does God say I am? He said I will be a prophet amongst nations and that fire that shut up inside of my bones is the gospel it's the gospel because i thank you that each time i sat down at communion house they talked about an ember they talked about a wood and they talked about either you will be hot or you will be cold. But if you decide to be lukewarm, they might tell you you got fibromyalgia in your body because they can't figure out which one it is. It doesn't, fibromyalgia is the one diagnosis that has no prognosis because they don't know what it is. God said, I will spit you out. You wicked, wicked person. I don't know you when you're lukewarm, but I know you when you're hot and I know you when you are cold. So choose which one you will be the one that serves God, or the one that serves mammon. And I thank you, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I thank you. I thank you, God, and I thank you, God, and I thank you, God, and I thank you, God, for you are good and worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Wow, my God, my God, my God, I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for just putting this word on my heart, God. I thank you, Lord God, that as the... We come into this holiday season, and I thank you, Lord God, for Pastor Moses and Pastor Rosemary and my mentor and the people you put around me, God, that would be fruitful. He said, be careful of the company you keep, the ones you bring into the boat with you. So I thank you, God, for the people that you put in my boat, God, that allow me to sit here in the month of November and then receive a prophetic word that said, I am the ember and what it means to be the ember is to be a carrier of the fire and so even though i keep telling the doctors with my fibromyalgia what's going on my hands feel like they're on fire and i've used cbd oil and i've used uh any oil you can think of i've used eucalyptus oil i've used olive oil but you know what it said that I will take the oil and fill up their lamps. And that's the oil that I took today and put it on my hands this morning when I got up. And when I got up and rose this morning to the song singing that you hear in the background, I was reminded of who I am. And he said, I am that I am. And I pray today that you know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, that you don't look to the world to find out, but you look to the one who named you and you think about what your name means. And then you begin to realize that God gave each of us a purpose when he put us in our mother's womb and she carried us for those nine months. That purpose was evolving and that purpose was growing and that purpose was developing. And then He birthed it out. And then, when they came and birthed you out, sis, they gave you a name. And that's the name that God calls you. It's not the diagnosis, it's not the prognosis, it's not the slander. It's not the gossip. It's not what social media says. It's not what my best friend says. It's not even what my mother or my father says. Because we know that I said in the word, it says that even my mother and father can call me the wrong name sometimes and tell me the wrong things sometimes. Because we live in this world, but we are not of this world. And so we battle in our flesh and we battle in our spirit. And sometimes the flesh makes me do the things I don't want to do. But I tell you, you're not alone in that. But if you could just lay it down at the altar and remember that God is the one that will pick you up. And he will turn your grave into garden, sis. I promise you that we serve a God that's still a way maker, a miracle worker, a healer, a promise keeper. He is my provider. He is my everything. He is my all in all. And he can even be in my singleness, my husband. He can be in my loneliness, my comforter. He can be in my sick bed, my healer. You could just keep going on and I'll just keep giving you the way that he can be because he doesn't have a singular name he said I am that I am I am Jehovah Rapha I am God I am Nisi I am Jirah. he is my provider and when I need a provider that means he will provide a ram in the bush so that when Abraham went to the altar he didn't have to slay his son he didn't have to slay his son but Jesus came And he would be the one that would be perfect. He would be the man that's the only man walking this earth that can be and ever will be created out of his image to be the one that would deliver and save you from anything that you're going through right now i can promise you sis if you're going through it god already knew it and he's the one that will bring you out of it for seven years i laid down and died and attempted suicide twice and i know these are sensitive topics and i know these are hard things to swallow but this is it says the words of my testimony so anything i tell you on this message if it, if it doesn't feel good to you, it's my testimony. If it doesn't sound right to you, it's my testimony. If you think that that thing is a little obscure, when she talks about IVF and when she talks about when in Jeremiah, God said that Israel was a prostitute. It's not that I'm calling anyone out of their name. I'm telling you the words of my testimony. And that's what saves me, sis. And that's what delivers me, sis. And that's what heals me, sis. And That's the same blood that said is in Jesus, is inside of me, and it's inside of you. So, when you get a chance, I want you to go back and read the story of Jeremiah and read about how Jeremiah was called in his womb and how God sat down with Jeremiah when he was young. And he said that when he was young, he said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. So God began to speak to Jeremiah and he began to tell him a story. And that story was the story of his bride and how God was the first husband and God being the first husband. He was the one that experienced the first loss, the first broken heart, the first pain. It said that return faithless Israel declares the Lord and I will frown on you no longer for I am faithful declares the Lord. I will not be angry forever if you could only acknowledge your guilt that you have rebelled against the Lord, your God. It says in Jeremiah 3 and 11 through 13. I thank you that we serve a forgiven God. You don't have to worry about what you did. Everyone else might be still worried about what you did, what you said, what you may have even posted. But God is not worried about that. He's wondering, can you come back to him, bride? He's wondering, can you come back to him, bride, and meet him in the garden? And I pray, Lord, that this word turns somebody else's graves into garden as they sit down and read the story of Jeremiah and are reminded of the name that you gave them. And I thank you for this word. And I pray, God, that this word would go forth and bring healing, bring deliverance. And I pray, Lord God, that this word would do everything that you called it to do. And it will not come back void in Jesus' name name amen and amen thank you for joining me this morning i hope you all have a wonderful blessed week and may this holiday as pastor moses says be a december to remember that you are the ember of god you carry a fire shut up inside your bones just like me and he's called you for a purpose in jesus name